Pastor Mike McCoy, welcoming you to the Time of Truth. John chapter 8. They just sing about a story that transpires in this chapter. And God whispered to my spirit and said, See, you're in the right place. I pray this will help somebody today. If you're here and you're unsaved, I'm after you today. I'm after you. If you're here and your back slid on God, cold and indifferent, he's after you today. And for the saint of God, this ought to encourage us. We'll leave here shouting glory because of who we are. Now, if you go to many funerals of late, here's what you're going to find. There's no lost people. But I think that's wrong. Jesus said, few there be that find it. And in a congregation of this size, statistically, there's somebody in here never been born again today. And the thought in America is, so what? They talk about our outdated book, my outdated preaching, our outdated worship, call us Living in the dinosaur days, I'm not hardly that old. But this book I'm preaching about is older than that. It's from everlasting to everlasting. If you're unsaved today, you are not going to heaven unless you meet a man named Jesus and have a personal relationship with him. Where'd you get that information? Right here. Do you believe that? I do. Does it matter? Does it change it because you believe it? No. Doesn't matter whether I believe it or not. It's still true. Doesn't matter if I believe in gravity or not. If I jump off this building, I will hit the ground. There's some absolute truths. And the world's trying to, the world's trying to bury and dissolve absolute truth. I'm going to preach the truth to you today. I promise, out of the word of God, John chapter number eight, verse, let me go to all the way to 31, bear with me through all this reading. John eight, verse 31. They've just brought the woman to Jesus that Victoria and Campbell sang about. Good job, baby girl. Good job. They just brought her. And Jesus said, neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. And Christ forgave her. I believe she talked about it the rest of her life. He begins to speak here. Listen, please. Verse 31 of John 8. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him. If you continue in my word. Then are you my disciples indeed. There's the evidence. 
and you shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. They answered him, we be Abraham's seed and we're never in bondage to any man. How sayest thou, you shall be free? They didn't understand what believing done. Listen, we're often that way. We believe it. We can't explain it. We don't even understand it all, but we believe it. And faith cometh by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Jesus answered them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whosoever committeth sin is the servant of sin. And the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth ever. If the son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. He's talking about a different freedom than they understood here. I know that ye are Abraham's seed, but ye seek to kill me because my word hath no place in you. I speak that which I have seen with my father, and you do that which you have seen with your father. I'm telling you what they're doing, daddies. They're walking in our footsteps. They do what daddy does for the most part. They see what daddy does. If daddy does it, it must be okay. They answered and said unto him, Abraham is our father. Jesus saith unto them, If you were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. Who was Abraham? The father of faith. That's why we call him Father Abraham. There was no Hebrew tribes until Abraham. All were Gentiles under the rule of God. Here we call him Father Abraham. He's the father of faith. You do the deeds of your father. Then said they to him. Now this is a play against Jesus because it was commonly known from the birth of Christ in those days. They didn't have Facebook, but they had gossip. Now this is, this is aimed at Christ. We be not a fornication. Why? Because Joseph wasn't married to her when she was with child. We have one father, even God. Now they're claiming something they don't have here. That's what a multitude of people in this world do today. Good church people claim something they don't have. They got membership. They got fellowship. But they're in the wrong ship. Jesus saith, said unto them, If God were your father, you'd love me. More evidence. For I proceeded forth and came from God, neither came I of myself, but he sent me. Why do you not understand my speech? Even because you cannot hear my word. They don't understand. Listen, you know how we understand it? By the Spirit of God. 
What a blessing when the Holy Ghost comes by and convicts us in our sin and says, hey, that's a me. That's me. <clears throat> Even because you cannot hear my word, ye are of your father, the devil. Whoa. Now they've just claimed to be Abraham's seed. They've claimed to belong to God. The Christ, the one who knows our going out and our coming in. He knows the thoughts and the intents of our heart. Says, you're of the, your father's the devil. And the lust of your father you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning. And abode not in the truth. Because there is no truth in him. None. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own. For he is a liar, and he's the father of it. Father, I love you. I thank you for the day, for the sweet spirit. God, there's a calmness. There's a stillness here this morning. I'm not taken by surprise that Randall sang this first song, Blessed Assurance. That's what we're trying to have someone come and receive today. I can't do this without you. I'm weak in body and voice. And I'm dependent on my king. Praise God, the captain of the host to show up. Mm. Thank you, Lord, you just showed up. Thank you, God. I'm dependent on you now to help me. Anoint me. God, fill my mouth, guard my tongue. Preach me with accuracy inside the bounds of this holy writ. Save some lost soul today, God. Would you save somebody today, Lord? Would you draw somebody? I know you'll save. Will you draw them today, God, that they might be saved for your glory? Touch the people. I ask it in my king's name, Jesus. Amen. And amen. I want to preach today different daddies. Different daddies. Say, well, if he's speaking of the father, he is. But we cry, Abba, Father, according to Paul in Romans chapter 8. And Abba defined according to Dr. Charles Thigpen, my old Bible teacher. Abba defined in the English language the best definition is daddy. He said it's the closest thing we can get to it. I want to preach for just a few minutes this morning if I can. Maybe more than a few, but it won't be much more than that. On different daddies. Different daddies. I got this thought. I got this message. I got the three points from Dr. Wallace, a book that Cal Ray sent me. I've been reading this book, and this is what I came up on before the Father's Day weekend. Now, quickly, the place that Jesus is preaching here or teaching these people is the temple. Jesus has come to the temple. He's inside the court where they receive the offerings. Jesus is in the temple and he's speaking to the people. The people are being taught the right things of God. So, what do you say? I'm saying, let's use it in modern day vernacular. Jesus showed up at church and told them the truth. That's what we're trying to do today. 
is share the truth of God with you. I'm watching Ray Comfort last night. Ray asked about eight or ten atheists. Are you an atheist? Yes. One guy said, this God stuff's the stupidest thing I ever heard of in my life. How can anybody believe in that stuff? He said, don't they know we just die and rot in the ground? I thought, you're wrong, friend. So Ray hands on a book. I'll just use this one illustration. Ray hands on a book. In this book are, are very distinct colors and, and, and words and illustrations given in this book. And he lays that book. He says, would you open that book? And the guy opens the book. He said, what do you think about that? He said, oh, it's very nice. Very well done. Beautiful pictures and colors. He said, if I told you that that book just fell out of the sky with all those colors and all those words with commas and periods and capital letters to know when a sentence starts, and all the colors just came together and was printed on the page. And all the words just fell in line and was, could communicate words and understanding, give knowledge to us. What would you say about that? He said, that's silly and you know it is. He said, can I tell you that everything we see and you think this just happened? The guy said, I'm listening. Now I'm listening. He took something as simple as a book, put it in the lap. This guy understood, uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe if you're here today and you're thinking this is all foolishness and what we do around here is crazy and traditional and outdated, and makes no sense, maybe you're wrong. You know what happens right here? I know this hitting. Listen, I preached my guts out for a week up there nearly in Ohio when not one person comes to an altar. I'm not complaining. The responsibility of me is to preach, then it's on you. Same thing today. So I'm slowed down a little bit. Knowing this, he tells them that their father, he said, I'm of my father. And you're of your father, the devil. So in order, in order, I want us to consider two things this morning. I want us to consider natural birth. How many's got their daddy here with them today? Not a lot, but God bless you that do. <coughs> we know I can go back to my second grade. I know Houston, where I seen his picture. I know Thomas. And after Thomas, you or Dusty wanted out to help me because after that, I don't know. He's my second great grandpa. And in the natural line, I'm a McCoy. Can't help that. You can't help who you are. You can't help it in the natural line. But Russell, I want us to consider not only the natural, but I want us to consider the spiritual. 
They're saying, the Jews were saying to Jesus that day, in the natural, Abraham's our father. He said, no, he's not. They say, well, yes, he is. They're speaking natural lineage. Jesus is speaking spiritual. How long do you think you're going to live in this fleshly, natural body? If you live 100 years, we think, wow. I'm going to tell you, I have no intention of living that long. I've seen 100. It ain't good. There's very few Brant's Myers and people, they say, how's he doing? I said, he went fishing the other day. 85, nearly, going fishing. That doesn't happen much. How long are you going to live? In the natural. So see, really when it comes down to the brass tacks, our natural lineage, heritage, posterity, really don't mean that much. Now they may have passed some good genes on to you and, and those genes show up in your livelihood and you live to be a, older than usual. You get far exceeding your three score and ten. But I'm going to assure you, the day will come when death's going to show up at your house and going to knock on your door and you will answer the door. You will answer the door. And when you step through that door, the only thing that's going to matter on that day, bless the name of God, is if you know a man named Jesus. That's the only, you'd give everything you ever had, ever owned, ever obtained, ever done, you'd give it all back if you only knew Jesus if that door opens and you don't know him. So he's telling them, spiritually speaking, we got different daddies. Yours is the devil. Let's see, quickly. You know how we know we have different daddies? Because we have different families. We have different families. He came into his own. <coughs> his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power. To become the sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name. Is that you? Born not of blood. In other words, it's not natural. Carl, born not of blood. Nor the will of flesh. Nor the will of man. But of God. God's not willing that any should perish. But that all should come to repentance. Praise God, the Holy Ghost takes us, puts us in the family. And he makes us feel bad before he does it. Thank God for conviction. That's why folks don't like to come to church that ain't right with God. They feel bad when they're here. Thank God we feel bad when they're not right. <coughs> we never desire to be right. Some feel good about being wrong. But that day will end. That day will end. Still with me? 
As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God, A+. plus. They're the sons of God that are led by what? The Spirit of God. For ye have not received the Spirit of bondage again to fear, little s, but ye have received the Spirit, capital S, of adoption whereby we cry, Daddy! And the Spirit Big S, beareth witness with our spirit, little s, that we are the children of God. Now in the natural realm, Randall opened it up perfect for me today. In the natural realm, I can't deny Dusty's my son. He, he's got the same gait I've got. We were sitting there watching TV one day. I looked over out my hand to heaven. He had his leg up and his foot was going like this. And I looked down and I was doing the same thing. I thought, my word. Richard, there's no denying these are Phipps boys. You could put them in a line of 100 people and I'd say, who are they? Phipps. And that's in the natural realm. <clears throat> but in the spiritual realm. We know we're in the family. We know we've passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. Y'all are making straight A's today. We love the brethren. Now we love our family even though sometimes we don't always get along with them. Amen. But we know we've passed from death because we don't want to really see them hurt. We love them. You know what the devil's family is? Listen to this. I tried to commit this to memory this morning. I was leaving some words out. So I'm just going to flip over and read it to you. And look at God just turn the page right to where I'm going. And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespass and sin. That's talking to the saved. What does that mean? That means he took me out of the natural and put me in the spiritual. We were dead in trespassing sin, but he quickened. He made us alive. Wherein in time past, you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince and the power of the air. That's the devil. The spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Among whom, listen, also we all had our conversation in time past. We all started out there as the disobedient child. In the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. And were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. Listen, if you've never been born again today, you're living under the condemnation of God. And you are the children of wrath. You know what they say about don't whip your child while you're mad. I wish somebody told my mama that. 
My daddy didn't whip me but two times growing up. Isn't it coincidence that that's all I ever whipped Dusty? And I didn't give him near what I got. But it's all it took. Why? Because by nature, I was a disobedient child. And my nature was, I was a child and I felt the wrath. I want you to know today, on your worst day ever, it'll be better than if you die without Christ. Your worst day you've ever experienced on this earth is better than eternity without Christ. So imagine your worst day multiplied 10,000 times forever. It's not worth the risk. And how do I know that I'm his? Because the spirit bears witness with our spirit that we're the children of God. We're in different families. We're in different families. Spiritually speaking, some people are in the same family naturally, brothers and sisters, but the family members are lost and this one's saved. Isn't it amazing that the one that's saved is the outcast? They don't want anything to do with you. Why? Conviction make you mad. Stay with me. We got a different family. Because we got different daddies, we got different focus. He said, set your affections on things above Colossians 2 or 3 and 2. You know where my affections are set? On things above. This world is not my home. I wish I could sing that. Right now, but I don't have a voice to talk to it alone. Sing. This world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. My treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. The angels beckon me to heaven's golden shore, and I can't feel at home in this world anymore. You think the focus of the world is with affection set on things above? No. They don't want to think about things above. Here's, here's the focus of the world. This know also that in the last day, perilous times shall come. That means dangerous times. <laughs> You've been to a gas station lately out of town? Better be careful. Pat and I are in gas stations all over the place, regular basis, I'm here, there, and everywhere. I'm telling you, when I get out, when I get out, I'm careful of where I am, because she's with me. In the last days, perilous times, dangerous times shall come. Men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents. How about that, young people? Every time you disobey your parent, you're fulfilling Bible prophecy. Disobedient to parents, unthankful and unholy, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent. Traitors, heady, <coughs> high-minded, lovers of pleasure 
more than lovers of God. We was headed to Nashville a few weeks back to see the kids. Or we, we thought we were going. I think we got canceled, didn't we? Pat, I think maybe we didn't go. Anyway, there's this, there's this singer, a uh, blonde-headed girl. And they got, she got a group that follows her. That follows her. I can't even think of Swifties. So the Swifties are all excited because this blonde-headed woman's going to get up and sing. And it thunders and lightnings on them, I thought. <laughs> and they're all bent out of shape. You mentioned coming to church to a large portion of that crowd. They'd say, you bumped your head, something wrong with you. What are you talking about? Come to church. Why do I need that church stuff? Man, that, our grandson said to Pat the other day. She's trying to get him to do something. He said, this is boring. She, she said, let's get up and do some work. He said, oh, it's not boring. <laughs> it, just, it just became unboring. Isn't that amazing? Church, boring. Death comes. Not boring. Too late. Say, yeah, but I'm young. I'm not going to die anytime soon. We bury young people all the time. Different families. Different focus. Lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Having a form of godliness, but denying, that means rejecting the power thereof. What does that mean? Don't believe it. Don't think about it. I don't think about it. It makes it go away. No, it's like somebody knows they've got something wrong with them physically, and they won't go to the doctor to get a test done. Doesn't make it go away. It's still there. Now it's your choice. Deal with it or not. That's what it is today. It's your choice. You deal with it or not. So I'm doing good, preacher. I'm glad you are. I hope you're thinking about God during the day. Every good thing you've ever had come from Him. Every good thing. One more. But it's not just the family that shows we got different daddies. And it's not just our focus. But it's our future. It's our future. We don't know how long we're going to live. But we can know where we're going when we leave. Randall quoted the verse to you in the scene. We can know where we're going when we leave. If you've got to wait till you get there to know if you've got it, you've missed it. How do you know that? Found it in the Bible. Where did all these guys get all this information? about eternal life. The Greeks made it up. And I'm, I'm, I'm reading the book right now that you're going to hear a lot about. And it's pretty good. And, and Brother Dwayne Dishman, oh no, Brother David turned me over to it. Brother Dwayne's already read it. And it's talking about return of the gods. 
I'm going to, I'm going to share some of that with you. Where they get all the information? Isn't it amazing how close to this old book it is? And then they, they deviate just enough to make it not true. The Lord told Adam and Eve, you'll die if you eat of that fruit. And the devil just put in a, another word or two. You shall not surely die. He didn't have to change much to change the meaning. You shall not surely die. Here's the difference. The future of the saint of God and the family of the Lord. Jesus said, you let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. For in my Father's house are many mansions. John 14. If it were not so, I would have told you. He said, I go to prepare a place for you. If I go and prepare a place, I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am, there ye may be also. And he said, and the way you know, Thomas said, we don't know the way. How can we know the way? He said, I am the way. The truth and the life and no man cometh unto the Father the Holy Father, but by me. What a stark difference between that and Revelation chapter 20. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And they were judged out of those things written in the books. And the sea gave up the dead, and death and hell gave up the dead that were in them. What's that? Death and hell. That's the natural death, hell, the spiritual. So both parts gives up the dead. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into a lake of fire and brimstone. This is the second death. Those should strike fear in the hearts of unsaved people today and they just brush it off like it don't mean one thing. I can't imagine. We do not deserve this. But God has blessed my family and I thought on this a while back. I've not lost one immediate family member that I don't honestly have hope of seeing in heaven one day because, Tony, of their testimony that they left. And it wasn't just by just what they said. It was by how they lived. And the evidence was there that they was in the family. Who's your daddy? I hope when people see me 
when it's not always this way. One of these days he's going to kill old Mike and it's going to be a good day when he does because old Mike's going to be out of the way and new Mike's going to be forever. But I hope when people see me, not because I'm a preacher, not because I've, God's privileged me to pastor this church, not because of any of these things, because of who I am, that they'll say, I believe that guy right there is in the family of God. I don't know much about him. I don't know much about his people. But I hope they'd say, I believe that guy's in the family of God. He talks a little different. He talks about a Savior. He talks about a heavenly Father. My natural daddy died in 2013, but my spiritual father's never going to die. My natural daddy's in glory today. His soul is with the Lord. And one of these days, he's going to give him a brand new body to be with him. Praise God forever. But see, my natural daddy couldn't do for me what my spiritual daddy could do. All my dad, natural daddy could do, provide me a place to live, food on my table, encourage me in my life. But my spiritual daddy come by one day and said, you're not part of my family. Eric, I said, oh my God. I'm not in there. And the, praise God for the old preachers that preached on hell about three times a week. And they preached it so hot I knew it was true. The spirit revealed to me that hell was real. And in that revelation, the spirit of God was drawing me saying, I don't want you... He said, depart, Jesus said. You want to see the difference? Departing from me, you cursed, into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. There's no third family. You're either in the family of God or you're going to the place. Now, the ones he spoke of there were the religious who was claiming they were liars. If you're a liar, your father's the devil according to scripture. Are you a liar? You tell lies? According to scripture, if you're a liar, your father's the devil. Are you a liar? Which family are you in today? Play me something, Bernie. Pastor Mike McCoy, thanking you for joining us at the time of truth.